seats in the presence of the Lord. Let's look at Lamentations chapter 3 from verse 21. ESV. But this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. Verse 22. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Verse 23. And then it goes on. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. I'll read that again. The steadfast love. Of course, it depends on the version you read. If you read it in ESV, it is the song. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Oh, hallelujah. Now, the word mercies. The word mercies. The word mercies. Chesed. Goodness, kindness. Oh, glory to God. So the goodness and the kindness of the Lord. The goodness and the kindness of the Lord. The Bible says that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. The goodness and kindness of the Lord never comes to an end. Isn't that awesome? And then, great is your faithfulness, O Lord. Your faithfulness. Emuna, firmness, steadfastness, fidelity. His stability, his truth, meaning that what he said in his word, he's faithful, he's faithful, he's steadfast, he is firm, he is truth, he's steady, 
Wow. He's honest. So when he says that he's merciful and he forgives and his, his love is everlasting and he's our provider and he's our healer and he's our, our, our shield, everything he says in his word, he's faithful. He's steadfast. He is dependable. He is steady. He's steady. Hallelujah. This is an awesome song. Amen. So you and I also are required by the Lord to be faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. To be constant. To be steady. Hallelujah. The first person we must be faithful to, the most important person we must be faithful to is God. And if you are faithful to God, anything else must be secondary to God. Hallelujah. Our faithfulness must be to God. When you are faithful to God, you'll be faithful to those you need to be faithful to. Hallelujah. You'll be faithful to your mother. You'll be faithful to your father. You'll be faithful to each other. You'll be faithful to our pastors. You'll be faithful to our congregation. Everyone will be faithful to one another because we are faithful to God. Hallelujah. But many people feel they are faithful to God by acting the solid tassel way. The solid tassel way. Now, what's that solid tassel way? The way Apostle Paul, uh, Saul of Tarsus behaved. He thought he was being faithful to God, but he was not being faithful to God until Jesus revealed himself to uh, Saul of Tarsus. When God reveals himself to you and I, we'll be faithful to him. Those who are not faithful to God have not, been, have not seen God yet. Because when you see God, you will not be so boastful, no, so proud, so confident in yourself, but you'll be confident in God. That's why Apostle Paul said that I prayed three times that the thorn, of, the thorn in my flesh will be taken away from me because it was a messenger of Satan to buffet me so that because of the abundance of the revelations which I got, I will not be proud. I will not be puffed up. So the Bible says that uh, uh, God, Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So Apostle Paul said, I'd rather glory in my infirmities because when I'm weak, then I'm strong. So you and I must be weak in ourselves and strong in the Lord. You and I must be empty in ourselves and the Lord can fill us. Many people are so full that there's no space for God to come in. But when you are empty, then God can, there'll be more of God that can come into you. Imagine there is no self except the corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abideth alone. When it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. Imagine there is no self. When there is no self, that's person A. Person B has 90% self. So only 10% God can come in. But that's if only God will even want to be in that vessel of full you. But when there is almost nothing of us or 10% of us, then God can come and say, I'll fill 90%. Hallelujah. And when God, when God comes, we would have less confidence in our rights, but more confidence in his rights. Less confidence in our truths and more confident in his truth. Because our truths are not truth unless it is his truth. Oh, am I saying something to somebody? Because there's a difference between fact and truth. There was someone I was discussing something with. And he was talking about fact and truth, and he was talking about truth and talking about relative truth. He was going into complexities. This is a pastor who was going into wild dimensions. And I kind of understood him. 
But we settled everything by me making certain statements. There's fact and there's truth. The fact, there are theories. Einstein's theory of relativity. He, 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 there's the Einstein's theory of general relativity and special relativity. I was talking to Phoebe about that recently. Special relativity has to do with space-time mass. That's more complex. But general relativity is time dilation. Those are a bit more, you know, yes, E equals MC squared. What? Do you, come and do, are you ready for that? Do you want to tell us what E equals MC squared is? Come. Get a mic. <laughs> Don't disgrace yourself or myself. A mic, please. Yes, Phoebe, come for the mic. Okay, I think there's one. Phoebe, take, take that one so that. Come front and tell us what E equals to MC squared is. Come here. E, what, what's the, the equation? E is, say, say the equation. Energy. No, say the equation first. E equals energy. No, no. E is equals to MC squared. Okay, good. Now go. E is what? Energy. Good. M is what? Mass. C is what? Um, Speed. Square to the. Yes. Uh, yes. So uh, e, uh, C squared is squared. But what is C? The sp. The sp. The sp. I'm giving you a hint. The sp. The speed. Of light. Yes. The speed of light. Let's put our hands together for her. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> so Einstein's theory of relativity. So that's a theory. And it's a reasonable, pretty good theory. Hallelujah. Talking about time dilation. What's time dilation? Time di dilate. Time dilation means the faster you travel approaching the speed of light, time dilates or time slows down. So you can have someone, you can, you can even have Phoebe. No. Yeah, you can have, I can travel on a spaceship fa approaching the speed of light, and it will take me maybe a day to go and come. By the time I come back, she's an old woman because of time dilation. That's Einstein's story of relativity. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 time dilation, all these things. So those are some of the theories. Hallelujah. And then you also have facts, acceleration due to gravity, speed of light. Almost 200,000 miles per second. Is that correct? Someone check it so I don't, you can just type the speed of light. Just check it quickly. How much is the speed of light? No, I want you to go online. Go online and check. Yeah, so close to, yes, yeah, so good. So close to 200,000 miles per second. Hallelujah. So when you see that, then you clearly see that that is a fact. Hallelujah. Because, and then, and yes, and, and, and then another fact, sorry? Uh, uh, miles per second. Now, I think this is different. If you, yeah, this, this is a different one. In a vacuum, the speed of light in a vacuum, because it, it matters where it is. Hallelujah. Now, the speed of light, that, that is a theory. Then another theory, too, is. Uh, 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 um, what, what, are some, so what is it? One, miles per, second. per second, yes. 182,000 miles per second. 186,000 miles per second. So close to 200,000 miles per second. So what you do is multiply per second by 60. So this is the speed of light, how far light travels in one second. 
It's 186,000 miles. It travels in one second. Now, multiply it by uh, uh, times 60 will give you per minute. Myself and Phoebe did it. That's per minute. Then and times another 60 per hour. Then 24 hours per day times 24 times 365. That is a light year. And you can't even count it. Was it quadrillion? Or we, we, we can't, you can't even count it. That is one light year. And the universe is billions of light years. Hallelujah. And it's still expanding. So these are some of the theories we have. And then there are also facts like the body, part, part of the body. We, we know that we have the spleen. We know that we have the liver. We know that how blood travels, some of the, the biology books. Later on, we even find out that some of the things have to be uh, updated in the future because of science and more technology. So fact sometimes can be updated. But truth is always constant. So what I told the person was that the truth in, in, in a billion light years away, the truth is still the same. But gravity, and, but, but when you look at it, gravity and some of the other physical laws. When you go to the moon, you can jump from a building, you won't die. But if you like jump from a building here, you see what will happen to you. A 100-story building. So it means that certain laws that apply on earth don't apply in the moon. So it means that the facts can apply here but not over there. But truth applies everywhere and in all time. And there's only one truth, the, God, the word of God. The word of God in a billion light years away is still true. Oh, you can put your hands together for the Lord. The word of God also 10 trillion years from now, it is still true. So the word of God is constant. It's unfailing. It's constant. So God wants you and I to depend on his word because that is the sure foundation. That, that is the rock on which we stand. That, that, that is the, the, the Petra, the, the feminine, mighty giant rock which you and I can depend on. And that's why Jesus told Peter or, or, or Simon that from now on you are called Peter. And upon this rock of the revelation that Jesus is the Christ, that is the most powerful rock, the most powerful revelation that Jesus is the Christ. That's one of the most powerful truths. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Another very powerful truth that will always be constant is the truth of his resurrection. The truth of his deity. The truth of his blood being shed. Those are constant truths. No matter where you are, it is always going to be true. I don't know that you're hearing something. Now think about it. Jesus' physical body was able to climb, go up into space, past the galaxies to the third heavens, outside the universe. Now we all know what will happen when you are in, the, in space, when you reach a certain dimension, you implode or explode. When, you, when the rockets are coming down, there's fire. It's, 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 it's hot in the atmosphere when it crosses a certain place. But the body is able to go through. When you also go into space, like the moon, that's why they have those suits. Otherwise, they, they will just implode or explode. Which one? Explode. But his body was able to go up. That is also a truth. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. So... There is one truth, which is the solid truth of God's word. Hallelujah. 
there are also facts like dark energy, dark matter in the, in the universe. And those are real. Dark energy, that's one thing. Dark matter, that's one thing. The solar system, have you thought about if the universe is expanding, why isn't the solar system expanding also and the planets blowing out of orbit? It's because of dark matter. Now, what is dark matter? Dark matter and dark energy comprise of about 93 to 95% of the universe is dark matter, dark energy in astronomy. Now, why do they call it dark energy, dark matter? It's because they don't know what it is. It's some energy that they can see is bending light and it's, it's going against gravity. They, but they don't know what it is, of course. What else can it be? Who, hallelujah. It is something God is designing. It's something, it's part of God's design. Dark energy, dark matter. Something is bending light. Something is, 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 is repelling gravity in the universe. All these are facts. But the truth is, once you've read the Bible, it will always be forever and never change. So why shouldn't we depend on it? Why shouldn't that be our life? Why shouldn't that be our source? Why should it be another person's words? Do my words carry weight if it's not the words of God? The most important things to develop in yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. So when I said that, that settled the case with the relative truth. Develop your cryptos, man. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Develop your cryptos, man. The cryptos, man. First Thessalonians 5.23 or the first letter to the church at Thessalonica. Romans, after Romans, what's next? After Romans. First Corinthians? Close. Right? After Romans, first Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Now, Romans, now first and second Corinthians are epistles written by Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. Then, after that, we get to what? Galatians, which is the letter, the epistle to the church at Galatia. Then after Galatians, we get what? Ephesians to the church at Ephesus. I think there was a letter that they've been looking for. Uh, Apostle Paul talked about a letter. Maybe there's, there might be another letter to the Ephesians. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Which they think is he, maybe Hebrews or one of the other ones. But okay, so after Ephesians, then the next is Philippians. So a, a pistol to the church at Philippi. Then after Philippians, then what's next? Colossians. So it is the epistle to the church at Colossi. But and Ghanaian will say Colossi. Then after Colossians, what's next? After Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, which are the epistle, oh, Apostle Paulo, the epistle to the church at Thessalonica. Then after Thessalonians, what's next? 1 and 2 Timothy. It's a letter to his son Timothy, or epistle. Then after 1 and 2 Timothy, what's next? Titus 
to his son, Titus. And then after Titus, what's next? Yes, uh, uh, yes, Philemon. Uh, yes, to his son. Then Hebrews. To his son, yes. And then Hebrews to the church of the Hebrews. Hallelujah. Or the Hebrew folk. <laughs> then after Hebrews, then James, who was as most likely the brother of our Lord. I was talking to my father and I was telling him that uh, I was trying to give an argument about how Jesus passed down the baton to his, his, his brother, family affair. And my brother said, my, this was like two years ago. He said, no, you're wrong there. I said, oh, wow, let's hear what he has to say. He said it was passed down to Peter. And then after Peter, it was the church that passed it on to James, not Jesus. <laughs> so Jesus didn't pass it down directly to his kinfolk. It was to Peter, and then the church that Peter was heading passed it down to Jesus' brother. I was trying to prove a point to him, but he floored me there, and I just had to chill. That's to James. Hallelujah. And then after James, Jesus' brother, then the next is what? First Peter and second Peter, so Peter's epistle. Hallelujah. And who wrote Mark, the Gospel of Mark? John Mark, the one who, was having, who had a sharp contention with Paul, Saul of Tarsus. But who was the one who most likely dictated or helped Mark in the Gospel of Mark? Most likely Peter. Peter. And then Luke was a companion of Paul, Apostle Paul. Then, what was, who is next? Where have we gotten to? First John, Second John, Third John, that is the Apostle John. And there were only two apostles who wrote the gospel. Who are the two apostles? Matthew and uh, the, no, the gospel. The gospel, yes. Yeah. So uh, uh, Matthew and John. Mark, most likely Peter was part of it, but Mark and then Luke was a historian, a historical book by the physician Luke to Theophilus. Oh, excellent Theophilus. Hallelujah. Then, which one? Jude, which also is called Judah, which is also uh, possibly most likely the brother of our Lord also. Jude or Judah or Judas. Hallelujah. It was actually Judas, but they changed it to Jude. Or not that they changed it to Jude, it's Jude. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, revelation. No revelations, revelation. It was the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Which was written by John the Revelator. Or Revelator, the beloved. So, anyway, all this was just to talk about that first letter to the church at Thessalonica, chapter 5 and verse 23. Wonder how far I can go in the message today, since I've already spent the time talking about time dilation, inflation. I've not talked about inflation. Hallelujah. Amen. How many know what inflation is in 
the, the I'm not talking about inflation in terms of price inflation. I'm talking about in terms of the, the universe inflation. One of these days. But First uh, Thessalonians 5.23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, let me, let me finish. You see, it's amazing. When I read more astronomy, I know it, it proves God. Because when you read the Bible and read astronomy, you fall down and bow to him. When you read it and you read Isaiah, especially Isaiah and Psalm, you just go to your knees. And astronomers now, they are able to give accurate calculations to the moon and Mars. That's why you can get something, you fly, you, 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 a, a rocket or, or this uh, space, whatever, they are able to, uh, yeah, and then the, the asteroid. They were able to hit the asteroid and even mass, landing things on mass. The calculations must be good. So they are able to get some good calculations. But when you ask them what was before the bang, we are waiting for it. We are, pre we are, we are trying to find out what was before the bang. So if you don't know what caused it, everything you are saying doesn't count. Do you get what I mean? It doesn't count. Also, do you know of anything that tra has traveled faster than the speed of light? Nothing, at, according to science, has traveled faster than the speed of light. How many agree? That's why when you are approaching it, time dilation occurs. But, I, uh, do you get me? Anyway, I can't use you because you, you are good with those things. Uh, I don't know who to ask. <laughs> do you get me? <laughs> okay. Because Phoebe knows a lot about these things. She was telling me about how many seconds you can stand, you can be in mass, or in Venus and explode or implode. She was giving me ten, one second. This, so she knows. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, nothing has traveled faster than the speed of light. But science has given one exception because they don't know what to do. Otherwise, all their theory goes down the Big Bang. So they say that the only time in the universe that anything traveled faster than the speed of light was during the Big Bang. Because imagine the universe exp exploding, the, the, the atoms exploding, and the universe is still expanding. By now, it should be contracting. But instead of contracting, it's exploding. Then that's where you have inflation and all those things. So they are saying that it was only once in the universe when the bang occurred, traveled faster than the speed of light. After that, the speed of light started. Uh, to work. I can say I was, a, I was a cat in the past, and I became a dog, and I became a chimpanzee. No, no, I can't say chimpanzee. They think we are chimpanzees. I became a chair. I was a, I, was a, I was a cat. I became a dog. I became a chair. And then now I'm David. You can say whatever you want to say. Do you understand? How can you just throw words out there like that? Does that make sense? You, you can't do that. Many of those things are flawed. There's nothing like Big Bang in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it wasn't billions of years because God created the heavens and the earth. And then there was a recreation. Hallelujah. Amen. Simple. The Cambrian explosion also shows that evolution is a farce. <laughs> it's a farce. You know what a farce is? Captain Kuma like to say that. It's like a joke. It's, 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 it's a, a joke. 
Have I talked about that in the past? I'll talk about it soon. Amen. And a very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Mashiach. Then we talked about the importance of God's word and the importance of building our spirits, our cryptos man, and developing it and strengthening it. We talked about the fact that it is so important to God, our spirits, and that is where the hidden things are. And it's only the word of God that can dig into our spirits and find out what is in our spirits, what is in our hearts. Because the Bible, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then the, Jesus said, thefts, adulteries, fornications, evil thoughts, covetousness, all these things come from the heart. Come from the heart. Hallelujah. And what is in your heart, you eventually do. So you and I, we must, we must develop our hearts and the word of God is one of the sure ways to develop our hearts and to develop our spirits. Our spirits grow by the word of God. We said all this. Anyone who wants more information, you can go to our, the previous messages on how to, uh, the most important things to develop. I've gone in detail. Hallelujah. Then we talked about some of the qualities God wants from us. And look at First Peter chapter 3, verse 3 and 4, ESV. ESV, please. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or wearing clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is in God's sight which in God's sight is very precious. So this, even though this is talking about women, it applies to men also. Imagine a meek and a quiet spirit, how precious it is to God, whether it's a man or a woman. Hallelujah. Then we began to talk about how to develop your spirit. Then we talked about spiritual babies. First Peter 2.2, 2, as newborn babes, Desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby as newborn babies. So we talked about the fact that babies are immature. They easily get offended. Hallelujah. And they easily get themselves into all sorts of complex problems. Then we talked about the childhood stage, which is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, and carried about, with, uh, 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 carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and ran a cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So we talked about the fact that children are the ones who like to go to and fro. Any wind will just sway them. Hallelujah. And so the, the childhood stage must, is someone who is very, very solid. Let's, let's go to verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in him, in all things, which is the head, even Christ. So God wants you and I to grow up. But we grow up by speaking the truth. I, I want to pray that we are a church of truth folk, people who speak the truth. 
there are some people who sometimes lie to save a soul or lie to defend the church. My lie is a lie. God does not want you to lie to defend anything or lie to, to save a soul. Don't lie. You can, God knows how to defend the church. Don't lie to defend it. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Because we can only grow up in maturity when we speak the truth in love. What do you think? But some people feel that I can lie so long as it is for a good cause. Phoebe, is that correct? Do you have to lie even for a good reason? No. You don't lie for a good reason. Even Rahab, God did not approve of Rahab's lie. God rejected Rahab's lie. That's why in James chapter 2 and Hebrews chapter 11, God made it clear that Rahab was justified by faith because she believed God and sent the spies another way. That was all. Then she sinned. And because she was justified by faith, her sin was forgiven. But God, God expected her to behave like the three Hebrew boys. The three Hebrew boys said, look, be it known unto you, we are not even careful. We are not even going to think about it. We are not even going to give ourselves a few minutes. Be it known unto you, we are not careful to consider. We know the conclusion. We are not going to wait. We will not bow. And they were thrown into the, the, the fiery furnace. That is what God expected of Rahab. But Rahab still sinned after her faith. But her faith justified her. I don't know if you get what I mean. That's why you and I are not going to hell. Because, because how many of you are going to sin, uh, uh, maybe not walk in love? Or even lie. All the pastors who have been lying. Yeah, even pastors lie. We have, they have to be kept because we'll be judged more. Pastors will be judged more. So if you are a pastor and you lie, you'll be judged more. God will judge you more. Hallelujah. What do you think? Yeah, so we have to be truthful. We have to be truthful. We have to be what? Truthful. So Rahab, what, what, yeah, how many are getting me so far? Rahab lied and was justified. What do you think? So you and I, but she wasn't justified because she lied. She was justified because of her faith. And because of her faith, Rahab married who? Salmon. Hopefully I remember the genealogy. Rahab married Salmon. Their child was Boaz. Boaz married Ruth. Their child was Obed. Obed married whoever. His child was Jesse. And Jesse married whoever. His child was David. So from, from the prostitute, because of her faith in Christ, she was, uh, David was uh, her descendant. And Christ came from Rahab the harlot. Oh, I thought you put your hands together for God. But when the Bible says, great is your faithfulness, your mercies are everlasting. God's mercies, it's like, wow, you are a prostitute. You are a bad woman. But because you have faith in me, you are, you are, you are, you are top. You are, you are going to be included amongst Abraham and those people in the Bible, Hebrews 11, because of your faith in me. What a God we say. Spiritual adulthood. Hebrews 5.14. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age or mature. 
even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. A time comes that it is not good and bad you are deciding about, but you are deciding against or about, you are deciding between two good things. Which one should I do? God, what do you want me to do between two good things? To, 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 to do something that men want you to do or what you want to do or do something God wants you to do? Which one do you choose? Do you take that job that would cause a lot of problems, that would even cause you to draw away from God? It's, you are not sinned by taking the job. Or do you reject the job and continue to earn the lower salary instead of earning double the salary because of God? Which one? Between two uh, non-bad things. Yeah. Which one do you choose? Will you choose to earn half a million dollars in the bar of a, a, a pop star or some musician in a bar? You are working in a bar for five, half a million dollars tips and by the, time, by, by the end of the year you've made half a million dollars or you want to continue to earn your $60,000. Which one do you choose? That strong meat belongeth. A mature person will know which one to choose. And don't say that you are going to convert people there by working in the bar. Because a mature person will know how to handle the word of truth. I'm preaching to somebody here. <laughs> I remember I was an unbeliever I had finished my postgraduate, and a guy used to preach to me, preach to me, preach to me, and I used to tell him, don't worry, relax. And then one day after university, we went to the club. As we were dancing, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing in the club? I came to convert. That's what he said. I <laughs> We laughed at him. Convert! Who are you converting? You are, you are dancing. Who have you converted? Of course, I'm not judging him. He went to the uh, club, whatever. He was a good Christian guy. But I don't know what happened. Why he'd, Maybe he was converting someone. I can't. Those, those things, you don't, you'll be immature to judge someone based on such a thing. Hallelujah. It could have been a weakness, a, 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 a moment of weakness. <laughs> whatever it was, you can't judge anyone based on those things. Hallelujah. So strong meat, which one are you choosing? At this stage of maturity, you begin to love the meat of the word of God. You actually enjoy the word. You're actually looking forward to reading the Bible. You are actually looking forward to listening to messages. You are looking forward to the word. You, you love the word. You are excited about the word. Other people... I'm not talking about those who have to go to work. Imagine the angels watching. <laughs> Two hours. Church is still not over. Then. Two hours, 15 minutes, then you go. Then the following week, there's Super Bowl. And the angels have watched, you, you've watched Super Bowl, uh, halftime, you've watched it three hours. And the angels are shocked. 
Why are you singing that I want to dwell in your house? Why are you singing these songs? What's going on? Why are you singing, I want to be where you are, dwelling in. The, 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 the Bible says that the angels are looking into us, into salvation, and they are, they are looking into it. So I'm sure they are. Why are they singing the song? Why? I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence. <clears throat> so the angels know that you can spend time sitting down to watch something. They can see it. But you are not able to do it in church. Oh, I'm preaching here. Also, the angels know that when a woman, at least the, the black woman, I don't know, maybe it's the same with white, I don't know. But when they are doing their hair and women are gathered around and they are braiding their hair or whatever, we know the time. How many hours? Sometimes six hours, eight hours. The, 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 and the angels are, what's going on? What's going on? They're calling, what's going on? Why is it that they can spend eight hours here, but they cannot read their Bible for even one hour? Why is it that they cannot listen to a message for one hour? But they are singing to God, I want to be where you are. What's going on? We are confused. You can imagine the angels. They are looking into self. They are looking into things. They don't understand. How our lips are saying one thing. And our actions are showing something else. That's why you must worship God in spirit and in truth. When you do something wrong, you, you need to tell God right away that, Lord God, this one, this is my problem. You got to fix it for me. I lie a lot. You got to fix it. I, 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 I gossip a lot. You, got, you, you have to fix this. I don't want it. So you let God know your issues. You let God know that, God, as I'm singing to you, that's not how I really feel. I'm being honest. I don't want to be where you are, but make me want to be where you are. God will help better than, I want to be where you are. How many want to be near God? Then you lift your hands. But you are eight hours doing something. But when it comes to reading the Bible, you can't do it. I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm talking about you've gotten the time. Or there's a prayer meeting. Or there's a service. You see, I'm, we, we are here. So I'm talking to those watching too. Because we are here. We are, we are coming <laughs> Hallelujah. There's a service, but we are not able to. We, we, we are not able to. But the angels can see where our attention is. That, we are talking about spiritual maturity. When we are mature, we would seek for the word. We will spend money to buy good Bibles. We will, we will invest in the word of God. We will invest in the Bible. We will invest in, in good books. We, we will invest in, in messages to listen to. We will spend our time investing. We will spend our money and our time. I want to be anointed. I want the power of God. I want to love God more. I'm going to spend the time to do what I need to do. Recently, I was asking myself, hey, if this blessing, there's a, there's a blessing that is trying to take time from my time with the Lord, that's going to go. Because if God bless, sometimes God will bless you to test you with a blessing before giving you a better blessing. I'll repeat that again. God can bless you with something, and that thing might be trying to take you away from him. He will see how you respond to it whether you are going to respond wisely or unwise. 
are you going to deal with it so that you can continue to spend time with him? Or you are going to uh, 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 say that it's a blessing God gave me so he understands? I told God, anything that will keep me away from quiet time, time with you, prayer, I have to let it go. I just got to let it go. Any, any, any activity. If phone calls, some of us spend hours on the phone. <clears throat> Rather, you know what? Let's talk after I finish praying. When I finish praying and reading my Bible, we can talk. If I have to wake up at 8 a.m. for work, and I want to talk for four hours, I must read my Bible, do my quiet time, and after that, if I want to sleep at, for two hours, I can have the talk. If you want to, if you can do that. Then you yourself, as time goes by, you ask yourself, do I want to spend four hours talking? Shouldn't I pray and sleep? <clears throat> but many people rather spend the time talking and neglect the prayer. But rather say to yourself, I'm going to pray, read my Bible before I watch TV. I'm going to pray, read my Bible before I have the talk. Decide that from today, I am going to, I, I will not put the television on unless I'm having my quiet time, uh, unless I finish my quiet time and prayer. What do you think? Very important. You and I must have our devotion, our devotionals, or our, our Bible study. We must have it. We must have it. Look at Hebrews 5.13. Just <clears throat> the verse before. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Now let's look at it in NLT. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. And a person who is living on milk it's, isn't very far along in the Christian life and doesn't know much about doing what is right. Okay, look at it in uh, 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 ESV. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he's a child. Now look at it in, in, in ESV. You see that it's saying, that's why I always, anytime I see something, King James, NESV, ESV will give you just about the same thing. ESV just makes it easier to understand. NESV says, for everyone who partakes only, in, only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for he is an infant. Look at it in King James. Then we'll go back to NLT and you see how different it is. For everyone who that everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. So it's very clear that we are talking about using milk, which makes you unskillful in the word of righteousness. So the key thing is a good a, a, a mature Christian is skillful in the word of righteousness. NLT. And a person who is living on milk isn't very far along in the Christian life and doesn't know much about doing what is right. It's different. How many are getting that? Because what matters is the word of God. But it's, just, it's not all the time. But, I mean, this still helps. Hallelujah. 
always use NESB, King James, ESV, and then read the other ones in line. So when I combine the two, all I'll say is that a person who is unskillful, a person who is a baby Christian is the, someone who drinks the milk. And when you drink the milk, you are unskillful in the word of God, in being able to discern, decipher, uh, eat the word of God because you are a babe. And when you don't eat the word of God and you only drink milk, you will not go far in your Christian life and you will not know how to do what is right. You can put, yeah, you can put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important for us to understand that a mature Christian needs to do something right. Hebrews 5.12. You have been Christians a long time now. And you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things a beginner must learn about the scriptures. You are like babies who drink only milk and cannot eat solid food. That's why all of us, as we've, we know the word, will be teaching people. Hallelujah. We need to teach. We need to teach. Hallelujah. There will be, be opportunities. Of course, no pressure, but there will be, be opportunities to teach the word. Hallelujah. Opportunities to what? Teach the word teach. We will have different opportunities to teach, teach very soon. Because we need, when, as we are getting, we need to be able to give. Hallelujah. We need to give. As we get, we give. It can't be that you keep getting, 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 and you are not able to pour out. What do you think? Amen. I'll start on it, and then we'll continue next week. How to develop this, your spirit. How do you develop your spirit? Thousands of dollars are spent to develop the minds of the human race in schools and colleges. Because when you go to university, it teaches you how to think and how to do research and how to research things and how to find things. So you can go to university and study classics, which is a good course. Classics, yeah. That you also learn about the uh, uh, Greek, uh, the, 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 the philosophy and different things, <clears throat> classics. Well, let me use another what. You, 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 you can go to university and study gender studies. There are some people who study gender studies. Even, I, I don't know what kind of job you get with that. Yeah. Yeah. Policy, right policies. But if you are a certain type, to be hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very hard. But you can work in the hospital with that. Some people can study uh, what? Um, sociology. Psychology. Study those things. Good. So people are studying those things to develop their minds. Mathematics. <clears throat> when I was younger, I used to think that studying math, you, 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 you can only teach. Yeah. But when you study math, like I did, you can't, there's, the, the, I mean, there's so much you can do. Yeah. Hey! 
Even, even medicine, when you study math, you can do medicine. Why? Not because medicine has too, a lot to do with math, but when you study certain things, it, it opens your mind up to be able to research and to think in a certain way. So it's good to, to educate the mind. But so because, because people spend millions of dollars, thousands of dollars to develop the mind, but zero to develop the spirit. Many spend almost nothing to develop their spirits. Now, how can you spend to develop a spirit? Buy Bibles. Buy. There are many things you can do as we read. Hallelujah. Some people, money and time are also used to develop their bodies. Now, you and I must make it a point to develop our spirits. I'll not start it. Otherwise, we'll finish past time. But I want to encourage us to know that the real you and I is a spirit. If I'm a spirit, why shouldn't I develop myself? It's like a beautiful house. But those in the house are malnourished, are starving. They are not looking after themselves, but there's money outside the house. There's so much money, but they are, not, they, they are malnourished. So it's kind of like the house looks nice, but inside the house, there's nothing. In the same way, the body is looked after. The body looks nice. The mind looks nice, but the real you, there's nothing in there. It's, it's, it's starving. It's hurting. It's sick. Because we are not spending time and money to develop ourselves. Just like I spend money to buy, I mean, it's good to spend money to buy clothing. To do, to, I mean, every, all the things we need, shoes, it's very important. But as you are buying the shoes and you are making your body look nice. And you are also developing, there are some people who develop their mind so much. But that's all. What's the guy in the wheelchair, the astronomer? Steve Hawkins? Yeah. When he was dying, the theory of everything, that, I mean, at a point it's like, there has to be God. What are you going to say? There, there has to be God at a point. When you look, you say that there has to be God. There's a man called Voltaire. A French, I think. Yeah. And this man used to be a Christian, right? And was it his father and wife or something, right? Was he was a Christian? Yeah. And then something happened and he, 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 he lost his faith. After losing his faith, he, he said there's no God. No God. So someone who used to be a Christian, no God. At the end of his life, when he was dying, they are coming. They are coming. Afraid, shaking, afraid in, on his deathbed. Because he, 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 he thought he was just a body and a mind. He didn't know that the spirit will return back to the one who sent him. it, Or the one who gave it. It will return to him to give an account. So many people, <laughs> they are coming. And, and, and that is why we must preach the gospel. And we must support evangelism. Because 
by evangelism, there are people who are not going to say, He's, they are coming for me, they are coming for me. I was watching uh, uh, the Congo crusade. Uh, uh, evangelist Dark Hieronymus Crusade, packed in the souls that were won. I don't know if you're going to know me. Beautiful. So, all those hundreds of, uh, I don't know, uh, tens of thousands uh, that to give their life to Christ, many of them will not say he's, they are coming for me. When you and I go on the streets and we win souls, it's all part of developing ourselves. The, those people who we win for Christ are not going to say, they are coming for me. When we go on crusades, those souls are not going to say, they are coming for me. So you and I, let's invest in spiritual things. Invest in the word of God. Invest in a good <clears throat> device to listen to scriptures or the word. Invest in, 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 in your time to listen to audio Bible. Invest in, 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 in things. What are good Bibles, notebooks, uh, what, concordance, different things. Invest in them. Invest your time and money in the, the, the things of God and in the church. And it will benefit you because you and I, we must develop ourselves. We, we, we must develop our spirits. And we develop our spirits by doing spiritual things. Investing our time in spiritual things. Investing our money in spiritual things. More time in the word. Many, many of the young folk should be able to say, from today, hey, 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 watch out, young folk. From today, I said what? From today. I said what? From today. I'm going to make sure after I will not see the word TikTok. I will not see the word snap. I will not see what I'm, I'm going to post a story. What do they do? You post a, a, a reel. What, what was it? You post what? Snaps. Those things you post, you have to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to forfeit those things until I have my quiet time. So if you have to post a reel, or is it real? On Instagram. And a snap is what? Snap. I thought you have some story, something you have to post by force. You have to post something, not by force, but you have to post. Yeah, what's it called? Streak. <laughs> they, are, they are advanced. I have to post a streak. So I'm going to, I'm not going to post any streak until I've had my quiet time. So if I usually post streaks at 10, then I better wake up early. Then you see that you are growing spiritually. If you have to divide your time, then you, and you say to yourself, I pray 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. I pray 30 minutes before I post the first. Maybe some you have to put, you have to post a streak morning, afternoon, evening. Just once a day, or that's easy. Then you just have your quiet time that you streak. I'm not out of word. <laughs> just out of time. Shall we stand to our feet? <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> And let's bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my lips, in my mouth. Oh, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. Let's just speak to the Lord. Ask him to be gracious unto us. To give us the grace to do the things we need to do. Lord, 
Be gracious. Speak to him. Speak to him. Ask him to cause you to invest in the word of God. To invest in spiritual things. To invest in your spirit. To invest in good Bibles. To invest in good study Bible. Study a good study Bible. To invest in, 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 in it. Thompson Chain. Nelson. Dix. Uh, good study Bibles. study Bibles. To invest in things that will make prayer easier for you. To invest in some small speakers that can give a nice atmosphere at home. Ask the Lord to help you. I love you, Lord. Oh, yes. Speak to him. And all my days I've been held in your hand. From the moment that I wake up until I lay in my head. Oh, I listen. Take it from the top again. Of the goodness of Yeah. 
from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father God, we thank you for all those who have given their lives to Jesus. Keep and preserve them, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you to look for a good church and send a comment to us that you gave your life to Christ and you are born again. Hallelujah to Jesus. It's now time. Offering time. Blessing time. Hallelujah. Let's give out a good offering to Jesus. Let's bless his name and the beauty of his holiness. Just give out a good offering. You can give it uh, either text to give. Or you can scan. Uh, where is he scan me? You can, you can just take a picture. Or you can go to Christ Revealed 21 at gmail.com for PayPal or Zelle. ChristRevealed21 at gmail.com and you would have given your offering. Father God, bless our offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jehovah, <coughs> Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. For me, for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. bless you all zoom and the online viewers may god bless you and all of us may god bless us and keep us may he cause his face to shine upon us may he be gracious unto us may he lift up his countenance upon us and may he give us peace may the blessings of the lord which make rich and addeth no sorrows be our portion May we be blessed as we go out. May we be blessed when we come in. May we be blessed and have good tidings and good news and good fruits. And may we have rest on every side. Like you did, David. You gave him rest on every side. May we have rest on every side, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all uh, online. Until next time, shalom, shalom. And we will welcome...